Guess what? Location Indie is open for the very first time in 2018. Five days only. We're opening up to new members January 15th through January 19th. So if you want to be a part of a community that's going to hold you accountable, help you kick butt and achieve those New Year's resolutions that you set, and of course, be a lot of fun, talk travel, do all that good stuff, check it out, locationindie.com. Remember, we are only open to new members until Friday, January 19th, 2018 at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then the doors are closed. We'll see you on the inside. Let's start the show. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, an unfiltered, behind-the-scenes, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location and find a lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I've always wanted a clapper. Oh, yeah. I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. You can learn more at locationindie.com. We're all about the freedom, the lifestyle, the travel, and we're actually going to hook you up with some stuff when you sign up. So go check it out if you want to learn more. Trav, I had that oh yeah in there because uh, every time I hear no holds barred, I can't help but have a flashback to like WWF from like the late 80s and like Macho Man Randy Savage, like, oh yeah, and Hulk Hogan, like, come on, brother. And uh, anyway, I'd had a total wrestling flashback. Um, It's easier for me to do the No Holds Barred right now because I feel like my voice is a bit gravelly and grainy anyway because I've been sick for who knows how long, like two weeks. So that No Holds Barred was... It wasn't my regular voice, but it was easier than normal. Gravel, gravelly, gravelly is a good adjective. Um, do you really want a clapper? Oh, the clapper is the I've thing where always. you clap and the lights turn on and off. And it's funny because I was watching something the other day and somebody had that as a joke of like, you know, you're old because you want the clapper well, type of thing. <laughs> yeah, ever since I was, let's say, six years old, right? I've wanted a clapper. Whenever they came out, like in the 80s, I just thought, hey, that's a pretty cool invention, especially for someone who's lazy and when they're laying down does not like to get up like myself. And so... Clap on, clap off. The clapper. Yeah, right. So I've always wanted a clapper, Jay. And right before this podcast, in order to sync up our audio, we clapped, even though we never do. And somehow our awesome podcast editor, Chris, syncs it up anyway. But we decided to clap anyway. And it made me think of the clapper. And then I thought, well... Wait a second. I am now at an age where I could very easily afford a clapper and I could just go and buy one. So why haven't I? It's one of those things like as a kid, you always wanted it, kind of got out of my mind. I actually thought about putting one into our third floor room uh, when we redid that a year ago and Heather nixed that like right away. She's like, we are I not just, I would, I would just want to get you on just so I can see Heather's reaction when you use it. Well, That's going to be the hilarious thing. Yeah. Like, I want to see the, the ultimate eye roll. Right. Well, and I think at this point, it'd be really anticlimactic if I went out and bought myself my, like if, if after this podcast, I just went and bought a clapper on Amazon for like 25 bucks or that, and then put it in, it'd kind of be anticlimactic. Now it has to What you're to, saying is you want somebody to send it to you. I want so you someone want to send, to send me you. a clapper. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. Someone sent me a clapper because that okay. I I would use it. I still think it's a cool idea. 
Oh, man. Anyway, well, my New Year's resolution what. for 2018 is to use a clapper once, at least once in 2018. Wow. Aim aim big, my friend. Shooting for the stars. Um, You'll hit the moon. You know, when it, dude, when it comes to New Year's resolution, sometimes I wish I could just clap my hands and then it would be taken care of certain ones, you know, but sure. it's not that easy, is it? Certainly not that. If it was that easy, I read a stat the other day. We do a ton about resolutions and accountability, and we're going to get on to that. Like inside the LI community, we talk, especially at the end of the year and then the beginning of the next year, you know, we talk a lot about it. So probably everyone thinks about it a lot. Um, you can make resolutions whenever you want, but you know, new year, new you, all that kind of stuff. Again, as I just, new, new year, new you, $15 <laughs> LA Fitness or whatever. Um, but it's it's a very this is a very commercial driven pod. <laughs> All these marketing catchphrases are coming in. I guess I, they're sticky. I have no idea if it's LA Fitness either. It just seems like something a gym membership would say or a yeah. gym would say for their <laughs> membership. So, um, regardless, beginning of the year, great time obviously to set goals, and we and we talk a lot about it in uh, in LI. And I looked up a stat the other day because I wanted to kind of have some stat driven thing for. I think an intro to my EPOP podcast. I don't remember what I was looking up for, but something along the lines of like 75% of people, or excuse me, I think it was 81% of people set a New Year's resolution, but only 4% of those people actually achieve their resolutions, which is... Lord knows how they track that in these sure. studies, I mean, but I, anyway, well, it's, it's probably it's something like that anyway, I, I, but right. yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound that off, because when I look through my list of like 40 resolutions, I'm like, which ones can I hit? <laughs> ah, about like five, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. yeah. But um, I do think there's a lot that we could talk about, uh, and we are going to talk about in today's show, about resolutions and like how to how to do it in a way that is more effective and how to make sure you stick to these resolutions. And then, Jay, we've kind of come up with this I, way to do it inside of LI and this this idea of a of a word for the year. So at, as we get through the podcast, we're going to talk about our words for 2018 as well and why we pick those words. We'll have to save it for the end, you know, leave a little teaser right. to keep people keep people interested and what we're at we have have to know what your word is going to be but anyway we're going to circle back to that later yeah we'll so we'll circle back to the word for the year um jay usually likes to have a phrase of the year which no technically goes against sometimes, the rules uh, come on there's there are no rules hey man when you have your own <laughs> podcast you could set the oh i guess then we would both hey hey rules. wait a minute hold on I just wanted to see if clapping would shut you up for a second. It didn't work. Okay. That, that takes a lot more to shut me up than, than just clapping. Um, so let, let's dig into this with with resolutions. When we're talking about resolutions, first let me get your let me get your overall thought on: Are they worth setting? Like, do you think it's even worthwhile for people to sit down at the end of a year or the very beginning of that year and set New Year's resolutions? Oh yeah, I okay. mean. How can you not? You know, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about because the calendar is like a made up thing, right? Right. I mean, if right. just a day is, you know, the sun goes up, the sun goes down, but we've created this structure. Of course, the earth goes around the sun and all, uh, all that. Well, stuff. We, did, so, we didn't create that. <laughs> we did not right. create the structure that makes the earth go around the sun. Right. We right. have we a did lot not of powers at LI, but that I don't think we can take credit for. But I don't know. There's something about this day and age and the calendar and everything where with the calendar turns and it's made there's such a big deal made about it that you can't help but kind of look at it as like a fresh slate and then start reflecting back on 
you know, what happened the previous year. I mean, even if you don't do it naturally, like the media is bombarding you with it because it's like, hey, here are the best songs of 2017, the best, you know, and then the next year, like, what are going to be the best places to travel in 2018? Like, I just sent an email out to my community about um, all the listicles, like, uh, uh, about the places to go in 2018. And, like, I I love them because they put new destinations on a radar and they're really fun. And it's interesting to see what people's like methodology and like how they put these lists together and everything. But it's just natural. It's a natural time to reflect and to look forward. And the new year is like right at that balance point where you're like sitting on the top of whatever, like the seesaw and like you're looking back this way and then forward in the other way. And you have a chance to grow things you have or start things fresh. And I just think, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great idea. Okay. I, I, cause I'm like a sucker all in on New Year's resolutions. I, I, I understand that you can make resolutions at any point that you want. Sure. Totally. It's I understand. It's all a made that. up thing. Yeah, it's right. all a made up thing. And, and yeah. I actually would recommend that people do do that. And inside of the LI community, we do that where, Every month, we'll sit down and have people set goals for that month. And then every three months, hey, let's set three-month goals. So I definitely yeah, think... They're smaller goals, but they're smaller increments. But then the new year presents the chance to have like really bigger yes. scope type and, things. And, and so I definitely think it's very worthwhile to do it throughout the year. But it's super fun. I, I, like, I just, I'm a sucker for it. I love, like you said, all the lists and, and sitting down and having that day. Usually for me, it's the day, um, it's December 26th the day after Christmas, and this has only happened in the last two years, so it's not. I, I'm not someone who has a lot of structure in my life, but I found that that day is great because we've hosted Christmas um, each of the last two years, and then everyone, you know, everything's cleaned up and everyone leaves, and the next day I just feel this kind of calming piece of like, all right, Christmas is over. You've got this cool little gap in between Christmas and New Year's where, I mean, if you're working retail, maybe it's still crazy, but you know, a lot of people have off work. So you're not expected to be like getting into your email. It's just a cool little time, I think. So I love December 26th for sitting down, making my reflections on the past year, and then my goals for the next year. So for me, that's a day that, that I do it on. Um, and I think well, that it's kind of like a, a double whammy for you because your birthday is right after the new year too. So right, right, January third. Like if anyone wants to send more... me the clapper, uh, January third was my birthday. Yeah. So you, you know, you're gonna have to wait. Ration- yeah, no, I mean forward. rationalize it. Be like, oh, I didn't know his birthday. I'm, I'll get it to him. In the t- you have a two week window to send birthday gifts. I think right? <laughs> if he talks about it one more time, listeners, I am clapping him off. Um, but I love that. I love that little window in between Christmas and New Year's for the planning. For me, December 26th last year has been a great day. So I'm kind of taking that and running with it, uh, hopefully using that in the future. But let's talk then. So you're all in on on making the New Year's resolutions and kind of reflecting and, and looking forward. I am as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm curious what you do on December 26th. I want to hear okay. about your process. Sure. All right. So I actually, this year, what I like to do it Pen and paper, um, just because, oh, yeah. you know, I think there's a place. Gotta go analog. Yeah, go I analog. think there's a place. I'm going to say rule number one. I'm going to start throwing rules okay. in this podcast. <laughs> rule number one, go analog. Go analog. Um, I don't set any time limits and I don't set any boundaries, really. So I'm not saying, oh, come up with 10 this or 10 that. So what I usually do um, is I come up with, I do 
for first I do reflection on the on the year that has passed. So I do twenty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just the way you were saying. I don't set any parameters or boundaries. I just all of a sudden had this vision of you like playing bongos in your underwear or something. <laughs> like just free. Hey man, I'm free. Just, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna let this loose. Let this year come to wherever me. Wherever you know? this ayahuasca <laughs> takes me, dude. It's fine. <laughs> um, but I. Uh, <laughs> It's not that I wish it was that like <laughs> cool and I was that cool and that free and that there's mellow. incense burning no. and like smoke coming instead, in. Instead I'm just like in my office with beaded <laughs> curtains somewhere. <laughs> right. With I'm just in my office with like music on and this year yeah. I actually had Wit, our little new newborn, with me because Heather was away and he was sleeping. So that was cool, nice and peaceful. Um and so I do reflection first and I just start brain dumping. I write down all my wins of twenty seventeen. And I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, and we do a lot of this inside Location Indie, where we do our wins, our struggles, and then our goals. And I just kind of take that very loose format, and I just write down every win that comes to my mind. No set parameters of like, you know, it doesn't matter how big, how small, anything like that. Just write down Mm -hmm. all my wins. And when I get to a point where it, you know, I just start, stop kind of thinking of stuff very easily on the top of my head, I move on. Then I write down all the things that I struggled at or that were obstacles or that I wish I had done better, write them down. Same thing. When I get to a point that, you know, it seems like I'm reaching for things or I'm trying to think of things, I stop and then I go forward and say, all right, well, what are some cool things that I want to do in the next year? And so what I like to do with this, Jay, with the whole idea of brain dumping is, you know, it it fleshes out everything. Like you usually start to see themes emerge. Okay, well, uh, some of my wins, like maybe it's like there was a win in this, bu- like five wins in this business, four wins in this business, three wins personally. You know, like you can kind of start to group stuff, but I don't like to set groups up in the beginning. I just like to let it flow and then set up these themes and groups. Um, and I usually see a lot of themes emerge then with the struggles as well. Like for me last year, it was, there was like, worry over financial struggles, you know, fitness struggles, and then kind of time slash organization struggles like, oh, well, this didn't work well because I was not organized enough or I didn't donate or devote enough time to it. We do our Location Indie Rosebud every year, a big one. And that's that's an event. So when you're talking about reflecting on the wins and the struggles and all that stuff, I do all that during our Location Indie event, which is great because it's... I mean, I'm part of the community too, right? Even though we're the co-founders. So it really helps me uh, along with everybody else kind of do all the things that you talked about. Um, and if you want to explain what the Rosebud is really quick, just so people know what we're talking about, you can, it's, it's basically what you do, but it's, it's more structured and, and in a really simple format. Yeah. Rosebud. Can we put a little like TM? I don't know how, like a little trademark there. Uh, <laughs> basically our, our patented, patented Rosebud technique is is what we talked about there and the roses are your wins the thorns are your struggles and the buds are the things that you want to grow over the next yeah. period so, so yeah wins and struggles from the last year yep. and then things you want to grow for the next year right. essentially the goals um yeah and that that like that exercise actually allows me to explore some of the personal stuff for me like you talked about struggling with stress on money or different things like that that maybe is more mindset more personal whether it's you're listening to this and you want to i don't know like you want to work out 3 times a week or whatever it is you know that and, and then there's the business stuff which is kind of separate but I'm curious like 
it's not really separate. Like this is my question with lifestyle business that we do because we we live and breathe this stuff. It's so intertwined to me. I find that like I somehow for some reason end up setting the business goals first because I know by setting the business goals I'm kind of setting the life goals at the same time. They're not really two separate entities in in a lot of ways. Um, it's very hard to to make them completely disparate. I think yeah. I I did. I'm with you in agreeing with that. I did try to actually set some some personal slash lifestyle goals that did not have anything to do with business for that exact reason. So one like a like a easy example would be something around health and fitness, right? Like. That doesn't have to do with business. Now you could you could make the argument of like, oh well, if you're working a lot, then you don't have time to go to the gym. I mean, yes, I mean that's life, right? Stuff is going to overlap, but that's pretty separate from business. Whereas like the financial mindset stuff is a little harder to separate from business because you know obviously like the business is bringing in money, and that's where the financial part comes in. But um, I'm with you that it's hard to break them up, and that's why when I brain dump. I I don't put it like again no parameters no editing on it not thinking I don't start writing something or something comes to my head and I think hey that's a dumb idea I just write it and then what you see is you start to have these things develop and then what I'll go through like when I lead the the rosebud um exercise for LI you know I ask people to pick like three things three thing like three big wins three struggles and then three main goals I like having a whole list of them going back through and saying, all right, what were the most important ones? Because then, you know, like there are obviously some that stick out to you as, oh, well, this I said was a struggle, but not that big of a deal. But here was a really big struggle that's really like weighing on me. Or here's a really big goal that I want to do in 2018, whereas this other goal is just like a fun one that I could accomplish, but it's not going to like change my whole world or anything like that. So I do like having a whole list of them to then pick out the most important ones. So that is the kind of next yeah. step is, is I, going. Well, yeah, I mean, I love, I love the brain dump for that because you can start drawing out themes and you can kind of lump things together and say, okay, like, oh, I see I'm stressed about money. I'm stressed about that. I don't have enough time with my family. I'm stressed about this, that, and the other. And it's like, okay, all right, maybe stress management is the thing I need to work on because that solves all three of those struggles I had. And I think that's where the brain dump is really powerful and not judging yourself. It's interesting that you do it that way because I do, I do it that way when we do the rosebud, um, you know, cause that's the format we follow. But then when I also do one on my own as well, and I do limit it, to limit the time. Mm. I try to limit it to like, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour for the whole, take, for the whole exercise that you're doing. Yeah. I just go to like, I, I, I just, as far as like setting like goals and seeing kind of where that leads. And I usually do them quarterly and try to like map out a year, even though I know it won't be, uh, it won't go that way, <laughs> which is another conversation. Like, do you set goals even though you know they're not, go- you're not going to reach them? We can, let's get back to that in a second. But when I start mapping out the year, sort of a free form type of thing, and it makes me draw out, okay, what are the things I really want to do this year? And how is this going to, um, are these things interesting to me? Are they going to improve my life? So I take a big giant sheet of paper from uh, like a sketchbook and I go to a coffee shop or something and I get a good coffee and a pastry and I just go to town, man. I'll actually show you on Skype here. Um, that's, Travis can see this. That's a big can. list There's a big, and uh, very hard to read. Quarter, and there's different things. And I think one of the powerful things, um, I did a little schedule here on the back. I think a great powerful goal to set 
uh, a resolution is a resolution that involves like building a new habit, you know, because then that's going to lead to like accomplishing maybe like a bunch of goals you have. So for me, like one of my big goals coming into this year is to, is to establish a writing habit to try to write 500 to a thousand words a day. Um, if that's journaling, if that's working on a book, if that's whatever, I just, I want to incorporate that in my life. And I think that's going to lead to a lot of good things. Here's a question so, um, for you very yeah. quickly. Um, at, Cause you're talking about one goal. I know that your buddy, Pat Flynn did a thing last year. Cause it sticks in my mind uh, where he said, I only set one big goal for the year. And his last year or two years ago, I can't remember what it was was to dunk a basketball. And he said, like, you know, that sounds silly to a lot of people, but I know that if I end up dunking a basketball, I've done a lot of things with my fitness and my body that have gotten me to that point, right? Like, that's the the end result of doing some other things. Do you hold yourself to, hey, I'm going to set one big goal and the rest of the stuff will, like, will get me there or no? Because I have never no. been able to do that. Like, no, one goal is different. too much for me or it's too hard for me to yeah. do. No, well, the the one thing is the theme. Like, that's the that's the one thing. But then the goals are totally different. But back to my question, like, what do you think about, uh, and I'm curious people listening, because I'm sure a lot of you do this or don't do this. I'm not sure what your thoughts are on it, but um, setting goals that you know might not be attainable or going, like, how how do you set goals like how do you go how do you manage going too far or not far enough you know um yeah let's talk about some i like this let's talk about some strategies that i think can help people like actually achieve their resolutions because now we've you pick a resolution a system that that works for you like i like the rosebud one jay likes that he also does his own thing pick something that works from you take what we've said here mesh it try it out figure out you know add your own stuff to it that's totally fine um, because like the rosebud came from us following stuff that Chris Gillibo did and some other, it, you know, you, you figure it out. Um, but I do think for setting goals, uh, so a few pieces of advice that I have when it comes to actually hitting your resolutions. One, when you're setting goals, I do like to follow the smart technique, which I think, uh, you know, some people listening know, some people don't. This is not patented by Location Indie. We cannot take credit for this, just like we can't take credit for the Earth revolving or the uh, Moon revolving <laughs> around the Earth or the, and the Earth revolving <laughs> around the Sun. Smart goals, um, specific, measurable, actionable. Uh, realistic or reasonable, and then T is time sensitive. So I, so to get to your question, I think it's okay to set some goals that are reaches. I don't, I wouldn't recommend someone set something that, that is totally crazy. Like if they're like, I want to make a hundred million dollars in 2018. Okay. Well, to me, that's just so unreasonable that it's not really, it doesn't function well as a goal because if you have no system of how you're going to get there, that doesn't make sense. But if you say, again, let's use an example, I'm going to make a million dollars in 2018. That might sound unreasonable. But if you say, well, I'm going to make X amount here, X amount here, X amount here, X amount here, here's how I'm going to get there. Then to me, that's okay. So I, I think you shoot high and I think you set goals that push you but I don't think you make stuff that is unreasonable. And I don't think you worry, Jay, about not getting to all of them because that certainly will happen. Like you might not, like you said, your quarterly goals, they're not all going to get achieved, 
But I think it's fine to get him out of your head and say, I'd like to accomplish all of these. And then as you're going through, you pick the one, like the, the most important kind of find their way to the top. And if other ones fall by the wayside, it's by your choice, not because you haven't set them in to begin with, if that makes sense. And yeah, maybe it happens in 18 months. You know what I mean? But like you said, it's good to have it on paper. And if it's sticky, like as in if it's like going to be an idea that you think will work, if we're talking about business goals, and also it's sticky in the fact that it's something you think you're going to have a lot of fun with and like that keeps nagging at you, then it's going to hang around. And every time you look at that paper, which by the way, is a good thing to keep in front of you at all times throughout the year, at least nearby and reference and be like, oh yeah, sometimes I look look at my goals like months in and I'm like, I totally forgot about that whole entire project that... I wanted to do. Why did I forget about that? That's a really great idea. And if it sticks for a while, maybe end up doing it and maybe end up doing it in the latter half and it carries over to the next year or whatever. But, you know, ideas, if you don't write them down, they they do get lost. That's why I'm a big fan of like Evernote and different tools like this that, that you can keep, you know, ideas in, even though mine are a little disorganized and scattered. But um, there is something powerful with writing things down in pen and paper. And I have found that when I've written some big goals that I never thought I would hit and like taken them seriously, they might not have happened within the year, but like almost all of them have happened at some point, even if it took years. It was, it was, it's been like actually quite mind blowing to see how many of the things I've written down have come true. And there's something to that. Whatever you believe, I don't know. There's some universal force that, that conspires. And if you work towards it, I'm telling you, these, these things can happen. It sounds woo-woo, but I, it's whoever, my experience. Whoever is responsible for the moon revolving around the Earth and the Earth revolving around the sun has a hand in helping you hit your goals. Um, so, Jay, I, I, I agree with that. And to set kind of people up with, we said we were making some rules here on the fly, right? One, definitely do it analog. It's so much better writing it down pen and paper. Two, I think when you're setting your goals, shoot high, but but follow that smart technique Three, I think, is the most important one. And this is what I got into, and I did a short little video for some people. And this was what I said was the number one thing that's going to determine whether you succeed or fail in your New Year's resolution. So we could have just started with this, I guess. All the rest has just been fluffing and filler, right? To me, not even to me, what I've seen work for every single person that has hit their goals has come down to accountability, I don't know why I said mm-hmm. it that way, <laughs> like accountability. accountability, but it comes down to accountability. And I, there's there's nothing else in my in my mind and that I've seen that works for other people that determines whether you're going to succeed or fail because you can be motivated to do it. You can have the desire. You can say you have the willpower, all that kind of stuff. But when left to your own devices, you're probably going to end up failing at some point. And you need someone to pick you up to say, are you doing this to keep you going? And uh, that's why accountability is such a huge, huge, huge component of what we do inside the Ally community um, with our accountability calls and pe- putting people in masterminds and things like that. So for me, that's the important thing. You set these goals, you set these resolutions, and then you say like, but who's holding me accountable for this? And not every per- goal has to go to one person, right, Jay? Like, I could have a business goal that you could be holding me accountable for, but I could have a fitness goal that a friend of mine who lives closer to me is holding me accountable for that I can meet with. You know what I mean? Like there can be different people that are holding you accountable, but I think each major goal has to have someone who's holding you accountable. 
Yes, and that's where the community comes in, of course, location indie or your personal groups you meet with or whoever. I mean, it's it's critical. It is absolutely critical. And I can 100% say like, there's no way I would have come this far, even partnered with you and everything before we we ended up creating this community and all this stuff we've done together if I didn't have like my accountability group, my mastermind group before that. And that's only gotten stronger with Location Indie and having even more people around to provide accountability and support and bounce things off of and people that get you and know what this is all about and understand the struggles and can help each other out. It's 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 huge. It can't be uh, overstated. And um, it's why we have the community. Well, I mean, one of the reasons to bring people together and to help each other push forward and it's really true rising tide lifts all boats um yeah there's not much more to say about accountability other than like you're gonna fail if you don't have someone holding you accountable (laughs) sorry to be the bearer of bad news uh, these yeah monthly accountability calls this year that we're just going to be following up with everybody and and it's you know we can't reach your computer and make people do things but like what the what it is is allow space and time to show up and say like oh okay here's what i hear i can reference the document here's what i um, committed to last month. Did I did I do this? What do I want to do between now and the next month? And we all just have to keep pushing forward because it takes a lot of work. By the way, uh, episode fifty nine is all about the rosebud method. So if you want to get like go. the nitty gritty, the nitty gritty to that. Um, we, as we uh, get ready to get out of here, rule number four for me, and we talked about this at the top of the show. For me, rule number four is coming up with a word that is the theme for your year, as you as you referenced a little bit. And we said, you know, Pat Flynn had one goal. I, I can never get it down to one goal, but I can get my year kind of wrapped up into one word. And I'm going to reveal that word in a second. Jay, I just want to ask you, though. Do I have to Do you have do a I word have or do clap? you have- do I have to clap for you to reveal That's the right. word? Give, give that... me a clap and it'll <laughs> it'll automatically work here. Um, right. Structure for me is my one <laughs> word. Structure. Structure. Um, yeah. Mine is after thinking about how do I want, what do I want to focus on this year? How do I want my life to be? And I picked one word that um, that encapsulates my work and my something I want to do in my personal life, and that is, you're going to be shocked. Wait, do I, community. Hold on. Oh, I was going to clap. Okay, go ahead. Community, because uh, I should have clapped myself on. Uh, well, because obviously, location indie want to help and service uh, as many people as possible. Uh, was here to travel, want to help people travel in, in all different ways, and location indie is a part of that. Location independence. Um, so serving the online communities that we manage and run and are a part of, and also. Being a part of the local community here in Norway, because I've been so busy studying the language and taking care of my newborn, newbornish, and doing all these other things, that I haven't had much chance to do a lot of social things in the community and try to give back and be more of a part of the actual physical community here. By the way, Chris is buzzing us right now. So I thought this was a great twofold word because it 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 allows me to explore. Okay, I'm prioritizing now getting out into the community here and being more part of it and also prioritizing all of the online stuff that we have going on. And it's a good balance. So yeah, Trav, I just did something exciting because I came out of the gates with that goal. So I'll just share this with everybody really quick uh, because I've been wanting to do a live podcast and I thought, well, it'd be really cool if I partnered up with one of the uh, travel stores in town that sell like guidebooks and different travel gear and stuff like that. 
and do an event at their store and do a live podcast and an interview and have like people come and be a part of it and ask questions and and instead of just doing a podcast on Skype like we're doing here, like make it a thing in the community that people can get value on in person and I can interact with people in person. And so I'm doing that. In, awesome. In just uh, two, uh, 20, uh, almost three weeks. I got okay, to figure out how to record all this. That's, that's <laughs> I'm a real professional, but uh, no. So you have I'll, a date set. You have a date set for that. And yep. awesome. Awesome. Well, I should, I guess I can give myself big pat on the back to you first off that's awesome that'll nice. be super fun interested to hear that how that goes you have to come back on come back on you're you're the co-host you'll have to tell us <laughs> how it is uh after you do can it. i come back yeah. on hold on yeah. if i clap yeah. can i are we asking jason back on um but i i'll give a shout out then or a pat on the back to myself to uh structure for me and i know chris buzzed us and we should adhere to a 30 minute structure chris we get it but um Really quickly for me, what I, I think the theme and the word comes out pretty easily after you go through the exercise because what I saw not working well and what my struggles were in 2017 were because I was not structured enough in certain things. Wasn't structured enough with my time. Wasn't structured enough with our finances, right? Wasn't structured enough with, with like a regimen of, of going to the gym and, and preparing meals and that led to weight gain and stuff like that. So, um, what I did, uh, you know, I think a, pr- a small step, but that will have a big impact was bought a yearly calendar that sits on my wall that I just put up today, sat down with Heather and said, let's put together a budget, a structured budget, and let's put together like big things for the year that we want on the calendar, you know, like big trips and things like that so that it, stuff can start being more structured. Um, so that was like a big step forward. You know, it's not a huge thing to do. But just putting it on a calendar and saying, okay, I want to go to the World Domination Summit. When are the dates? It's on the calendar. Let's start planning to go there. Like, let's say we're going to do it. Um, that's like a big step for someone like me who's usually very fly by the seat of my pants and super unorganized. So It is huge. And it's hard to bounce spontaneity with that. Maybe that's another show. By the way, before we go, before we let you go, how did we forget to mention that Location Indie is open the time this is publishing. I mean, the location in the community, which isn't open very often, uh, is actually open this week. You can join. Um, I hope you listen to this in time. We'll maybe try to publish this earlier in the week so you have an opportunity to check it out. But go to locationindie.com. You can learn what we're all about. And we only open... I mean, I think we just opened it up a couple times last year. So we just want to really make sure we... When we bring people in, we get them comfortable, we do an orientation, we get people going in the right direction, and that's why we're just not open all the time. Um, so come join us. Yeah, if you're if some... This has been interesting to you. Yeah, you know? we, we did it in the beginning of the year on purpose because we said, hey, a lot of people are setting these goals and we want to build on that momentum. Like A lot of people who are inside our ally community are on fire, set these goals, are really kicking butt. And we figured if you're listening and you're someone who's not a part of LI yet and you're like, I really want to accomplish this. Like I sat down and here's the things I want to do in 2018. And, you know, whether you've like taken off or whether you've already started to fail at some of them, that's totally cool as well. I have for some of mine as well. You have to get into a system that is going to be supportive. Um, so that's why we opened up LI in the beginning of the year was to, to build on the momentum that people have already built and say, hey, if you're that type of person who's coming in and saying, I've got these goals and I want to make sure in 2018, I'm more successful meeting these resolutions than I was last year. Let's take advantage of that. Let's get you in. Let's get you going. Um, and let's give you a supportive community of people that can hold you accountable. So 
locationindie.com. If you're listening and we're not open, you can go to locationindie.com, hop on our newsletter. Uh, we'll be sending out information of the next time that we do open as well. It's a couple times a year, as Jason mentioned. So if you want to be the first people to know, make sure you're on our newsletter so you can hear um, about when we are opening. Hey, Trav, I, uh, I want to give you something that's going to get you very excited right now before we go. I'm going to give you the honors of clapping off this episode. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. We appreciate it. Chat with you guys soon. Still here. Didn't work. See ya.